0: Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD, streaming
1: live at wordradio.com. It's Money Making Monday, so you know what that means. We have our guy, the common sense millionaire, George Dines, is here. And you know what? He wants to talk to you about your taxes. Yeah, it's not sexy, but nope. you got to think about the taxes, right?
0: Yep. I mean, we we, we just finished the holidays, right? Everybody's happy. You know, gifts and everything. You're meeting with family, turkey, ham, the whole thing. And now it all comes due um, as taxes. uh, We're rolling into tax season.
1: Now, George, uh, the deadline to file your taxes is not until April 15th. So why do we need to talk about this right now?
0: Because... Uh, most of the people out there don't want to talk about it. And that's why we have to talk about it on on, on this show. Mm-hmm. okay? And yeah, the uh, taxes aren't due until April. Um, at the same time, is January through April enough time for most people to get money together that they owe? Mm-hmm. And, and, and the, the biggest issue is people have no idea what they owe right now. And they could and they should. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's, it's, it's very, uh, it's going to be very stressful for folk. Now, a a lot of times people will say, Oh, well, that's fine. I can file an extension. Uh, The problem with that, there's no problem with filing an extension, but the issue is that what people don't understand is connected to that is paying your liability at the time of the filing of the extension. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't, then you're, you're, you're going to get a small penalty and interest that is due. So things start to compound as they do in the rest of our financial lives when we we don't handle it. It compounds and you end up owing more. Then you start thinking about a payment plan. Then you start worrying about some people who cannot afford to not have filed their returns because their job is probably checking to see if they're current with their taxes uh, there's a lot of uh, government jobs that do that, as, as well as if you're doing it, any kind of financial support for folks, they will look to see if you file on time and uh, if, if you have paid on time.
1: Wait, you, so wait, a second, wait, wait, hold up. Now, you're telling me that if I'm going for a job, that they're going to be checking my taxes?
0: Uh, some jobs will, yes, mm. uh, especially if you're working in certain government positions. Well, that's a sort also also if you're working in the financial position, uh, you know, not paying your taxes on time is a uh, fraud flag.
1: OK, well, that sounds significant. So what is it that we need to do right now, then, in order to start figuring out uh, our tax situation? Of course, we know that there are people out here that file early because they want to get yes. their refund check early. Uh, it is almost February. That's another thing. So you've got really all of February. Uh, all of March and then half of April. So it really isn't that much time when you think about it. So what do we need to start doing right now?
0: Well, you've got two segments of the market here. There's one segment of the market that files in January. Mm -hmm. And those tend to be folk who uh, may be single with children and they may be getting child tax credits or other uh, tax uh, benefits to filing early. And I've, I, I know we've all seen the situation where people get, they go to a tax person, they know they're going to get a refund of, say, $5,000, and they get a card, and that card allows them to spend money. Uh, so in, out of the 5000 they may get 3000 up front. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, that, that is a, a, a huge market. Um, and so those returns are typically finished by the end of February. And folk have gotten that advance money. And, you know, then they're just waiting for the check to come from the IRS on the balance.
1: So, George, is that a good thing? Should you be uh, one of those people who files by the end of uh, the... Well, you don't have too much time if you're trying to file by the end of this month, because February starts as of Wednesday, I believe. So... If you're talking about filing in this first phase, uh, let's say you file before February 15th in order to get that little bit of uh, a boost from a check that you can, or a card that you can use, is there any reason why you shouldn't go ahead and try to file as early as possible?
0: Everyone's situation is different. Sure. I choose not to participate in that system. And the reason that I do not is because I see what the fees that are being charged. Mm. You're going to have to pay the tax person the fee. And then, you know, you're going to have to pay, you know, there's interest and costs to getting that, that you're going to have to pay the company providing that upfront loan. Right. So um, I I don't participate in that market. uh, And I get a lot of criticism for that. But I think that some, in some ways, sometimes that people are taking advantage of, of folks, which I, I just don't think is correct. Um, the, the bottom line is that right now, a lot of people are kind of scared about what they're going to see when they file. Uh, they haven't planned for it. Um, uh, for a lot of business clients, it's really recommended that you get a, a comprehensive tax plan, which can actually... Um, relatively very closely approximate what your tax liability is going to be if there is a tax liability and you know what you're going to need to do now typically for the the, the, the past year you should have already had a tax plan in place. you should have made quarterly payments to the IRS and to the state uh, that you live in if your state has the taxes. Um, you, you make those payments and at this time of the year, you're not tripping. You're feeling good because you know you've already paid what your liability is. And it's just a matter now of filing before. form.
1: Are there any other advantages aside from that upfront cash that you might be able to get to filing early?
0: Uh, I used to tell people, uh, no. I, I, I was firmly like, um, you know what? Uh, do not file early. Just wait because in a, a few years ago, when there were some changes in the system, it took a while for that to get through the system and the automated tax folk, you know, uh, software was trying to keep up with the changes. Uh, I tell people now, try to file as early as possible. And, and the reason I say that is because there's so much fraudulent activity out there. Um, at this time of year, people's uh, social security numbers are flying around. They're, you know, they're they're in offices. They're, you know, if you're going to any of the popular service providers, uh, you're giving up everything. Mm. Okay, you're giving up your you're giving up your social security number, right. the names of your kids, social security number of your kids. There's so much fraud out there. Now I tell folks that if I would file as early as possible or as feasible, and at least make the deadline. Um, however, there are still Some people have complicated tax issues where they may extend or file an extension because they're waiting for certain documents, or you're trying to make a determination about how much money that you're going to contribute to a pension plan. If you have a business, you wait. Other than that, uh, I would really recommend that you not wait and file. It's just too much uh, fraudulent activity going on.
1: So you should file early, but now what about those folks that like to put it off every year and file for an extension? How does that work? And who cannot file for an extension?
0: Um, Anyone can file for an extension uh, for that year. Uh, The the thing that folks don't understand is that you should make a payment with that extension filing. Mm. Because if you you don't, you're going to just get hit with interest. Um, There's uh, some clients I've worked with uh, we talk about the uh, first-time penalty abatement. However, I, I think a lot of people have heard about this, that you can get your penalties and interest abated, blah, blah, blah.
1: And no, I don't think a, I don't think everybody has, so why don't we explain that? <laughs> okay. It's like
0: the, the IRS gives you, uh, uh, you can make one mistake, okay, and they will not get you with further penalties on something. If you're late or you forgot to file or something like that. Uh, so you can use that. But I tell people you should use that before you're about to, you know, deal with an issue that's so large that is going to be uh, debilitating to you. Right. So so we use that uh, first time abatement only for special situations. Uh, it's there, but you don't want to be in that situation in, at, at any part of the year anyway. So uh, it, it's it's, uh, you know, it's. it's People have to make a judgment call. Uh, it's, this, these are very difficult decisions for people. Also, the, one of the main reasons is people are trusting of the professionals they work with while they may not understand what underlies what's going on with their taxes. Right. And so you know, I think it's a professional's role to spend some extra time with folks and say, look, this is what you could have done to fix your situation. But you need to do it like now for the coming year so you don't repeat next year. A lot of people don't want to do that because that takes extra time and you don't necessarily get paid for that. Um, I just believe that you know, we, we need to provide a higher level of service. Um, the, the industry needs to prepare a higher level of service for people to avoid all of the penalties, interest, the, the whole deal. And and also in terms of people who haven't filed for multiple years.
1: I was just going to ask you about the folks who are every single year running scared because years have now piled on. They have not filed. At this point, I'm sure the thought the mindset is, well, if they haven't found me to this point, I'll just keep rocking with not filing these taxes. But what happens when you don't file uh, and how do you make that up if it's been years when you haven't filed?
0: they're going to find you the the reason i can say that with uh with a sense of assuredness that this is going to happen okay they're going to find you with all the money that they've received from the federal government they now have upgraded all of their electronic systems their database systems and they are just basically programming queries to search through the system to find who has not filed. If you have not filed, you have got to do that as soon as possible. Okay? And um, look, uh, there are folk out there who have not filed for three, four, five years. Or more. Or more. And eventually they're going to come and get you. And it's going to be a, a nasty letter, and it's going to indicate that well, guess what? You didn't file in 2013. Here's here's your tax liability. Because remember, at a, at a high level, the, the IRS has access to all the money you've made. Right. Every W-2, every 1099 issue. They have all that. So if you don't file, they will file for you. But they're filing not including any of the allowable deductions that you can have against that income. Right. Okay, and so that you, someone, you, 2013, you're going to say, oh, the IRS sent me a letter saying I owe fifteen thousand dollars. Okay, that's penalty, interest, and tax. Okay, and what what happens there is there is an entire industry out there that I'm sure everyone's heard the little commercials on TV. There's a whole industry, sure, that uh, <laughs> that um is out there to get people filed and, you know, they, but they charge you a really high fee, which is really not necessary. All of that can be avoided.
1: The bottom line is we have to file taxes. We have to pay taxes. We've got to do it every year. And, you know, as they say, there are two things sure in life, death and taxes. But it still remains for some people a confounding, confusing, paperwork-heavy thing that people just feel like they are overwhelmed by. So what is it that we can encourage people to do in order for them to not be so overwhelmed by, uh, taxes and having to file?
0: Well, the, 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 the tax business has changed. It is now year round. Okay. It is no longer just a seasonal activity. If you're dealing with a a business that opens up in January and then shuts down in April, you got a problem. No, you've got to be able to find someone who can help you and work with you over time to get the issues taken care of. The that's that's the unfortunate part of this. That yes, you know, the longer you wait, the worse it's going to get. And any type of abatement that you could get is really going to not help you very much because of the potential that you owe so much money. Now. The, the, the other part of that is uh, when you're working with someone, they've got to work with you very quickly because you you, you never know when the hammer is going to come down. And if you have a job, then you'll know, you have your earnings taken from them. And, and there are certain things that they will force you to do in order to get that money back to the government. Like, can I give one example? Sure. Like, like, if, suppose you owe, say, over three years, you owe twenty twenty five thousand dollars. Well, they they will say, "Well, we'll do a payment plan with you, okay?" And you get on a payment plan, but guess what? You can't take any money home from the job. So, in other words, the um, you know the, the withholding from the job is going to go way way up and can okay, there's no refund for you in the future. Right. Because they're going to make you generate a refund and then they're going to get paid. Right. But you won't. And, and that's, there's not much you can do about that.
1: And that's one of the things that I'm sure people are afraid of is that you you no longer get refunds, but then if you owe the IRS, you you're not going to get a refund. So no. it's better for you to end up giving them your refunds as opposed to uh, them coming at you with everything they got, because they will garnish you, your wages. If you are a 1099 employee, if you are a full-time employee, anything that you have on paper. Now, if you're getting your money under the table, that might be a different story, but they may still uh, figure out if you are filing for different things or paying for different things, uh, they're going to then wonder where that income is coming for if you're not documenting that.
0: Look what what they what they can do. Basically, when it gets to that point, which is a full blown loan fraud investigation, because you're not reporting income, just use that as an example. Right. They'll basically just come in and say, "Okay, here, how much did your house cost? Okay, wow, your house costs say three hundred thousand dollars. Oh, you've got a mortgage. Okay, mm-hmm. you're paying for utilities." You're paying for X, y and Z. Oh your kids are in school, so you're paying for private school. So what they do is they accumulate everything that you're spending, right? because in order for you to spend it, you got to have income to, to, to give people right okay or, and the worst thing is have credit cards with huge uh, uh, a huge limit. all right So they start people are saying the IRS is like, well wait a second. We're not seeing any of the income that supports this spending on a tax return. Right, you're done. I mean that that's the that's the way it's going.
1: So the bottom, I,
0: I, the bottom. I really want to warn people too, it's on both the business and personal level. Please be careful with Cash App and all of those, uh, um, app, you know, applications that are, that are out on the web. It's just a matter of time before they get to that. They're already trying to issue um, 1099s for that. It's just a matter of time. If you have a a business and you're selling something just, you know, casually, even at like events, you know, please get off of the Not reporting. Report it. Make sure it's right. Because they're going to be figuring that out. When they figure that out, who is it going to impact the most? Lower income folk.
1: Now... Do you have to file a tax return if you're on Social Security or SSI?
0: Yes, um, because, and the reason is, uh, ties back to our uh, conversation last week. Remember, there are three legs to the stool. It's um, it's Social Security, savings, and a pension plan. Mm-hmm. So you may have other income coming in. And so, yeah, you have to declare that now. There's a a limit. It's 24,000 for 2024, if I'm correct. Mm. And uh, let's see. I'm sorry. It's 22,300. So you're allowed to make up to that $22,000 amount and they will not reduce your social security wages. However, above that, um, they deduct $1 of the benefit for every $2 above that limit.
1: So you do have to file if you're on Social Security and SSI.
0: Yes. So
1: you got to do what you got to do. And if you are going to file, it's a good time to do that now. Don't wait until the deadline or at the very least file an extension to give you more time. But as you're letting people know, an extension does not extend your time to pay. It only extends your time to file. So very quickly, if you cannot pay... Should you still file your taxes?
0: Yes, you got to file. Okay. Now, if you owe less than forty thousand dollars, there's a very easy payment plan that can be worked out for you through your tax filing. Okay. And basically, um, if you're like I said, if you're under forty thousand uh, dollars, they take the repayment over seventy-two months, which I think is is actually a good deal. And, um, uh, you know, it's not bad. And six years is not bad. Uh, uh, but you just wanna make sure you don't go over the 40. Uh, if you go over the 40, then you've got to deal with the people at IRS.
1: But you can work out uh, your situation yes. with the IRS. It's better probably to reach out to them than to wait until they reach out to you. George Dines, yes. the Common mm-hmm. Sense Millionaire. Thank you so much for being with us on Money Maker Monday. We always appreciate your wisdom.